for just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. I'm Erica Lynn, and we all know the ocean is the most demanding environment on Earth, consistently testing the reliability and durability of our equipment. When you spend as much time fishing as I do, you know that reliable gear is essential for staying on the water. This is why I went with Abyss Battery to power my trolling motor, electronics, and outboard. The guys at Abyss Battery are rattling the saltwater industry by manufacturing performance marine batteries specifically designed for sonar, outboards, trolling motors, and electronic fishing reels. They're also Bluetooth compatible, so I found check Checking battery statuses right on your phone while you're out on the water is a huge game changer. To learn more about why Abyss batteries are used by the pros and factory installed by Premier Boat Builders, visit abyssbattery.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready, buddy. All right. We are back. This is November 4th. Today's 4th. November 4th. Today is November 4th. It is officially November 4th, and uh, the day has commenced, and boy, do we have a good one for you. The limbs got bent back this morning. Oh, mama. (laughs) (laughs) Someone went the full draw. Yeah. But before we get there, uh, let's hit up some sponsors real quick. Some partners, Latitude Outdoors, Helix Broadheads, Exodus Outdoor Gear, Garmin, Buck Bourbon, Prime Archery, and America's Best Bowstrings. If you guys are looking for any of those those uh, discount codes, check them out in the show notes. We're gonna. This one's going to be a short and sweet one today. We're going to get to the point because uh, we got a lot of stuff to do tonight. And don't forget daylight savings time. So if you're hunting in the morning, you have to get up an hour early. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So, and also, we're, we're days away from the Garmin giveaway. Mm-hmm. Guys, do not forget to go get in on that giveaway. Someone's winning that Tuesday. Yeah, nope. the 7th, Tuesday. November 7th, it. someone's going to win that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully, we're standing over a buck when uh, I announce it. <laughs> mm, I think it's, well, it's going to yeah, happen before then. Yeah, it, it's a good possibility. Maybe. I'm not going to call my shot. I'm too superstitious. So Yeah. What do you got for me today? Well, you know, I, I'm i full-time cameraman now yep. here in Kansas. Let me ask you your thoughts. How's it going? I fun that like that's my first thought is it's okay. fun right like i i've talked about that you know my hunting's always involved if i go hunting with someone else it's it's always my kids right and it's and it's in the ground blind there's nothing wrong with that because i love that too but i've never jumped up in a in a tree and with two people and you know two different saddles platforms that whole gig and but like i'm i i like to learn things right yep. and if i'm gonna if i'm gonna do something if I'm gonna try to film you out here in Kansas, like I'm, I'm intrigued how to become better at it, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm trying, trying to learn the little things because I'm, I think with, you know, filming someone, it's just like hunting. It's gonna be the little details that may matter at, the, at the end of the day. But uh, it's, this morning was a very exciting, and even you know, now I'm tagged out. It was still very, very exciting for me, but. Why don't, let's let's jump in today. Why don't you describe 
a little bit of our well, it's the same setup as last night. We yep. talked about that. Yep. And why just break down kind of what happened this morning. So last night, you know, we we were in this spot and it was great. Like it just it felt good. We saw five does. But going into this morning, I had butterflies. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I just felt like something was gonna happen. It was gonna be cooler. So it was like forty seven degrees, I think, this morning. Mm-hmm. No wind, not a stitch of wind. We got in there early. I mean, we were we were in there over an hour before it got yep. daylight. We wanted to get in early. We get in there, get in clean. Didn't really think we spooked any deer. And, uh, you know, the lights turned on. And honestly, it was a dud. It was slow. It was slow. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, 8 o'clock comes and 8 o'clock goes. You shot at 8 o'clock the morning before, yep. yesterday morning. And I'm like thinking, okay, maybe it's like an 8 o'clock deal. And then mm-hmm. Austin, you know, he saw a lot of his movement yesterday about 9 o'clock and everything. Yep. So... Eight o'clock came, it went, you know, and then uh, eight thirty came and it went, and it's just like it was a good sitting day, like morning. It felt good. I knew we were gonna sit while for a while. We packed some snacks and everything. Yeah. It was gonna be a, most of the day kind of sit, and then nine o'clock rolls around, and um, you heard something coming mm-hmm. from the thicket behind us. Yep. And did you see her first? Or no? Wait, we we saw some in the. In the CRP first. No. Didn't we have one come in the CRP? No. That the first deer we seen were up in up in the cove. The cove, that's yeah. right. That's right. I let me go back. So we're we're sitting and you I, know I'm guessing that was probably eight thirty to eight forty. You're right, you're right. Yeah. Yep. A lot happened today. That's why I'm <laughs> thinking not clearly. But uh, we're sitting, we can overlook a pond basically and and you kind of looked back there, and you're like, oh, deer in the cove back there. So on mm-hmm. the back side of this pond, so I picked the binos up, and there was three does that I could see for yep. sure. And I'm just waiting for a buck to be dumping down off the ridge behind them because mm-hmm. I can see that ridge side. I'm like, where's the buck? Where's the buck? So they kind of work like we're, we're southwest of them. They start working like straight south. So yep. we're thinking they might kind of loop around. Yeah. We thought there was a real like – high probability of that yeah just because of watching that doe group the night before mm-hmm. they wanted to work north and having that pond there and then like there's a hard cedar line there yeah we're like and there's some ditches where it kind of forces them so we it was kind of one of those things they were long like that was a long ways away though that's on all the way on the other side of that this is big pond miniature lake kind yeah. of thing yeah but it was a thing like okay because I remember we said, we got to watch that because they may yep. work down here to the south. Yeah, so, you know, they kind of work off and, and we're just chit-chatting kind of deal. And that's when you heard some stuff coming from behind us, mm-hmm. right? Yep. You know, and it was like dead calm. like, mm-hmm. And it was weird. These deer actually didn't make a lot of noise. And you're like, there's there's something behind us, you know, in, in, the, in the thicket. There's like this... Um, cedar thicket up top like it's a we're down kind of in a bottom and and it's up top and uh you look down and then the doe started working down right yeah she's coming right at us she was and she was acting like different you know she was she was going to come right in over the shoulder top pin club right to where all that stuff was that they were eating yep this was going to be slam dunk but she was acting like something was behind her and you're like there's got to be a buck behind her yeah gotta be a buck they have like the the does. If you watch a lot of times, and there's a buck behind them, when when they're a little like quite a ways 
in front of them, they have like, I think we even talked about it is like they, they kind of almost put their ass in a little bit lower and like they're kind of just scooting mm-hmm. through. And she came to a, a hard stop and looked right back. Mm-hmm. And that was like, okay. Yep. And then, and then I think that's when you heard the grunt, right? Mm-hmm. You heard the first grunt and I couldn't hear it. Um, you're like, there was a grunt up there in the thicket. Yep. And then the, and at that moment, I kind of looked down farther down the bottom. And since the sun was hitting, it's really weird. Onyx, there's there's a drainage in here that has water, and Onyx does not have it marked. You, you, looking at the map, you would not know that there was a drainage with water in there. Yeah. Um, in every drainage we've walked in Kansas that's not on a map water. does not have a drop of yep. water. But this one does, and it's not even on the map. Exactly. So... I look down at the bottom and I, you know, with the sunshine and I can see like a, like a water hole. I'm like, man, I didn't even know there was water mm-hmm. down there. And at that moment I saw another deer coming and then another deer. And then it, we, it dawned on me. I'm like, it's probably those three does. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, there's another grunt. There's a buck coming. And I'm like, where, you know, I'm, I'm looking, they're going to be, they're walking basically straight West, you know, and they're going to come right in the pocket basically. Mm-hmm. So it felt like it took forever, but it it wasn't. I mean, it was actually pretty quick, probably 20, 25 seconds maybe. Yeah. And next thing you know, I can see his head and I can see antlers. And I, I picked the binos up first and I'm like, ah, you know, like 115 inch, 110, 115 inch eight pointer. And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, it's a buck. And then, so I grab my bow. I take the binos down. I think I grab my bow and he's nose to the ground, just nudging. And the first doe that came in us, I just remember her just kind of looking in that direction. Oh, yeah. He wasn't behind her. He was behind the other does. Yep, yep. And they're kind of working up the inside corner to us in a a way, but they were still in the timber getting ready to go into the CRP. And then I'm like, I got to put my bow down. I got to see what this deer is. Yeah. So I put my bow back, I hang it back up, and I get the binos, and then he picks his head up and turns. I'm like, oh, boy, shooter. Like bigger deer. Like way bigger deer. And I'm like, like this is a this is a stud deer. Yeah. And he works up towards them. I lost. I lost everything about the first doe that came in. I don't mm-hmm. even know what she was doing. Yep. I think she actually might have started running up to the does, and they were just kind of meeting in the corner there. Yeah. Well, he kind of kept pushing those does, and I'm like, they're coming in the CRP. So when I knew it was a shooter, I grabbed my bow mm-hmm. and I went into kill mode. Yep. Because. And then that's when you were like, he's going to cut the corner. I was hoping, we were both hoping that he was going to come right down yeah. right in the pocket. But what instead he did is he kept going straight west into the CRP, which I have one small pocket, you know, and it's got to be perfect. And I grabbed my bow. And at that moment, I look up in that pocket and two does run through my pocket. And I'm like, he's coming. I go right to full draw, right? To, and I can't see him because there's cedars there. Mm-hmm. I think you might have had a visual on him. Yeah. And, I could um, I could see him coming out of that bottom up the up like you know the top yeah. of that drainage. Yeah, and he stopped right on the edge of the CRP, and, and you know you talked about that first doe that came down. If he would have followed the very first doe that came down, he would have well, been top this. Ten this would be a different story here today. But I don't think that was the most mature doe in that group. No, because once they all hit the field, when he stood there on that edge, and it, this should all be on camera. Is I think he visually like was looking at them. Mm-hmm. The one was clearly more mature than the other ones. Yeah. So once those does shot through my pocket, my hole, I'm like, I got to go to full draw because 
if he comes in, I got to be able to mat, and then it's got to happen really quick. Mm-hmm. It's literally I'm shooting through like a basketball size hole, and it's just shit trees with branches. You know the little widow makers, I'll yeah. call them basically. Yep. So they shoot through. I go to full draw, and like I'm ranging where I think he's gonna come. You know, I'm ranging, ranging. All of a sudden, I can see Brown coming through the cedars. I'm like, oh shit, he's gonna come in my hole. Yep. He comes in the hole. And I range him. It says 42 yards. I go, meh, meh. And I think you almost started saying it because I, I couldn't I almost, get him to stop. I almost, after you did it twice, I almost did. But I had an instant little bit of like a freak out because I'm like, is, is this a no-no for a cameraman? Like, do it. No. You know what I mean? Because I don't know. Like, wait, your, your visual is different than mine. Yeah. But I could, you know, after, when he finally got him to stop, but like he was... He was starting to gear towards that the oldest doe out, out yes. there. And he was she, starting to go away from us a little bit. Yeah, because she broke off from the mm-hmm. other two. The other two were headed west, and she was starting to head south. Yeah. So what I had to do, I was at full dry range, 42 yards, got the pin. I looked at it. I verified. I'm like, yeah, that looked 42. But the thing was is I had a limb there. And I'm like, so you're kind of doing like the dance up and down, like how on my platform. And ultimately, I just like sat in my saddle with – and I put my like my hip against the tree. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even on my platform to get me low. I'm just hanging in yeah. a swing, and I'm and I'm like ranging. And at that moment, he's kind of like looking back at us, and I'm mm-hmm. like, "Don't see us, don't see us," because he's he's not looking at us, but he's looking at what matted him. Yeah. You know, like what yep. that noise was. And I'm just like, you know, he was quartering hard, pretty good. And I'm like, that limb's there. I don't know the trajectory where it's gonna hit. Yeah. And I'm like, and at that moment, I'm just like. It's a rush job. I cannot do this right now. Mm-hmm. And he just stood there and stood there. I'm at full draw, full draw. And I'm like, I'm not taking the chance right now. 42 mm-hmm. yards. It's a poke when he is alert right now. And I'm shooting through a small pocket. Yeah. So he kind of, he looked the other way. And when he looked the other way, I let up. And then he just kind of. Yeah. He, that, that doe got his attention because she was froze up. I could see her. She was froze up south of him. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, she made like, because like, like, he was looking towards us. And eventually, it was almost she took advantage that he wasn't paying attention to her and she like jetted off. Yeah. And that caught his attention. And then, you know, he went marching over there. But he, uh, when you, when you hit that kind of that crouching position, mm-hmm. I was like, I thought we were like, going hot we're going running hot right now yeah. like here we go you know but when i when i'm mad at him what did you think because it all happened really cl- quick i well i was kind of looking out there because it's so hard you know because <clears> when <throat> i when i was looking when you when you went to stop them in my mind i i didn't have a hole where i was but i, I can't tell what you can see mm-hmm. also and and we all know like you know we're, we're deer hunters and we like if we can find a pocket like you got to take your opportunity sometime right and so in my mind i was like he he must have a hole and if he's stopping like if he's attempting to stop this buck like you know like we're we're there's gonna be an arrow release most likely oh dude i thought there was gonna be an arrow release because i'm like this is a stud you know i'm Mm -hmm. and he walks off and i'm like then i start kicking myself i'm like man like what the hell? Yeah. Like I should have, I, I, I had one, you know, one guy on the left shoulder saying you should have shot. The other mm-hmm. guy is like, no, you made the right decision. I'm in the middle saying like, 
you know, you know how I am. It's like you work for one opportunity yeah. and I, and I feel like that's my opportunity, you know? Yeah. And, and I can get that because we, you know, that we come from a mind thought like that, like our process is like that in Michigan. Right. But you know, and, and we are two full days in, in Kansas. I was lucky enough to harvest a buck yesterday. We had an, you had an encounter this morning. That's, that's 48 hours in buddy. Like, it's just a matter of time. Mm -hmm. And I think we're going, we're going to, we're going to see that deer again because what it would like, we waited them out. So about eight thirty, eight forty, I believe we've seen those does and it wasn't till nine 30 that we had an encounter. So those yeah. does took that an hour, but process and all that last night, they wanted to work up to the North this morning. They wanted to work back down to the South. We have, I think two doe groups in there two different doe groups in there and we got a buck in there and none of them are ready to be bred because mm -hmm. he's a little bit behind them. He's a freaking stud and we, we hunted till 11 and then we adjusted a little bit, right? Yep. Like what, what did we do after that? So we figured we knew we had to be farther down the drainage. Little we had, bit. we yep. had to be, and it was going to be about a 20 yard move. Mm -hmm. But I told you, I said, if there's a vine on that, that's hairy on that tree. I'm not getting in it because that's poison ivy or poison oak. And I'm like, there's, I'll have it forever. And I'm yeah. not going through that. Yep. Of course we get down, bust it down and go over to the tree, poison oak all over it. Mm -hmm. And so what actually I'm glad it did because it made us push a little further down the drainage Yeah. and we got in the spot of all spots. Yeah. I think we're at, I hope I say this right. And if I don't, you correct me, but like now I feel like we're in the, the heart of the lion. Is that how they, is that how that goes? I would say the epicenter. We're in the middle of everything. Yeah, that's like, where like yeah. that's where like our our shots can come from three hundred and sixty degrees. Yes. We we have a good idea. Our access is amazing. Amazing. We're using a creek bottom mm -hmm. as access. It's that creek that we didn't know was there. Mm -hmm. We come we come in from the pond and it's got a big berm around the pond. We jump we walk the edge of the pond. We jump over the berm down into the creek and then we're silent. Yep. And and scent free basically yep and th this is this is the style of hunting i love mm -hmm. if you actually listen back to our episode when we were driving out here we talked about getting into an area hopefully seeing a target on day one two or three and keep picking it apart slowly yep. and we're to the point now aaron we we got a target i don't think that's the only one in there no like i i i highly believe that we have a target We've adjusted. We've adjusted. I think we're in the heart of it now. Now it's just about being there at the right time yep. and putting seat time in. I do not see any reason for us to be leave this area yep. to go find another deer. We got a big shooter in there. Well, we did see two other bucks this morning. Mm -hmm. or no, three other bucks. We saw four bucks this morning, just basket racks. Yep. And then tonight we sat. It wasn't a high value sit. I didn't mm -hmm. have a good feeling about it, but I wanted to be in there still. Yep. We did see one small buck. So, I mean, ain't a doe when we were walking out on that cove. So mm -hmm. they really like that cove. Yep. Um, we're going to get in daylight savings times tomorrow. We got to get in earlier. We're going to get in. We're going to ride it out till noon, you know, 11 noon and yep. kind of rinse and repeat until we can kill this damn thing. Yeah. I, like you said, I think that the morning sits are our high priority. Yeah. You know what I mean? You've seen the big shooter. Mm -hmm. Mine was in the morning. Like it's that, that's kind of somewhat the name of the game when yep. temperatures start to get up like For this. Sure. So. Yeah, so that's the update. We were close. We could have been tagged out today. But, hey, you know, I'm glad I didn't rush it. I wanted to, but I'm glad I didn't because we got some time. You yeah. Know? And the better weather is coming. Yep. You know, it so. is. 
yeah, onward and upward, I guess. So I guess that'll be the update for November 4th. We're going to watch the rest of the Michigan game here and uh, drink a couple beers, eat some supper. Everybody's just getting back, so we're going to tell a lot of tall tales mm-hmm. and... And deer, we're going we're gonna to get bigger as we talk. <laughs> yeah, and we are going to look throw this deer up on the computer. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna see what this I guess deer really is. With that, what did you, so I got a decent look at him, but I think you got a little better look at him. What was your thoughts on him? Yeah, Describe to me, um, he's a clean eight. I think his. We talked about this in the tree. I think he's got every bit of ten inch twos, and I think he has every bit of every bit of eight inch threes, if not more. Mm-hmm. He's he's not he's not overly wide. I think he's probably sixteen inches wide, but he's got those swooping main beams. He just stands really tall. Mm-hmm. And we'll get a I I, mean, I don't know what his brow tines are. But on video, hopefully if David did his job decently, when when you stopped him, he gave us a, a really, a good really good look. So we'll look at it on the computer. Yeah. That's what I thought. I had him I had him anywhere from I figured he was like a 130s frame. Yeah. You know, that's what yep. I figured, but he could be 120. I don't, yeah. but uh, he looked 130. Yeah. But so. that was, that was my, my guess was it, I didn't think he's under 130. Mm-hmm. But I was, I mean, if I had two tags, I would have shot him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, guys. So hopefully, oh, my daughter did name him, him Mr. Biggie. So yep. I did get to talk to her today and she's like, hey, he's, he's Mr. Biggie. So. Yeah. We're going after Mr. Biggie in the yeah. morning. So. We're going to kill him tomorrow morning, buddy. I can Still feel it. Man. He's going to do the same thing tomorrow morning. I hope so. If he does, he's a goner at about 13 yards. So. 13 yards? I mean, that's the same distance I shot mine, so it's a good number. Let's do it, man. All right, buddy. All right, that is the update for November 4th, and we'll be here tomorrow again with another update from Kansas.